Literature and sports, well, with a few notable exceptions, it's not always been the most comfortable or popular of marriages. But at the 2018 Pyeongchang Humanities Forum held between the 19th to the 22nd of this month, over 60 authors from around the world have been gathering to discuss peace and coexistence, um, matching the aims of IOC President Thomas Bach last Saturday in Lausanne, Switzerland, when he said the Olympic spirit is about respect, dialogue and understanding. One of the distinguished foreign guests there, Victor Monteo, an anthropologist, author and professor of Native American studies at UC Davis, joins us as a guest for today's Pyeongchang Voices. Thank you very much for speaking with us. Yes, good morning. And you've just come back, haven't you, from the uh, Olympic venues in Pyeongchang? How was the atmosphere there? Well, this is my first time here in uh, Korea, so it was uh, such a great opportunity to be here in this place where the Olympics will take place in a very few days. So it is uh, very impressive how they've been working hard just to have everything ready and uh, weather, which is, I have been living in Guatemala for the past two years, so it's, it's a, an opportunity to see snow and leave it again. And it's not the most obvious of events this close now, three weeks, less than three weeks as we stand this morning uh, and counting until the Games gets underway. So can you tell us a bit more about the forum? Well, the forum was uh, integrated by some 60 writers all around the world and I think was the uh, best way that uh, the organizer wanted to deal with cultures, nature, life, and peace before the, the Olympics, just to uh, begin dialogue uh, among cultures, which is important uh, to me, because if we know other cultures, it is easier for us to understand them and not fear the other people. So I guess the work of these writers uh, is helping not only their country, but if they are read internationally, people tend to know more about those cultures and we find out that there are many similarities all over the world about uh, the work that uh, writers do and how their work is being used, uh, not only in classrooms, but also for the general public that want to learn about life, how it is expressed uh, by a writer. Did you have the opportunity to interact with some of the Korean writers in attendance as well? Yes, it was a wonderful time to interact with them. Obviously, the the language was the barrier, but just to hear and get some translation of what is being said was was uh, was very interesting. So. I guess uh, the interaction was mostly with interpreters, and after every uh, meeting that we had, uh, we had to share uh, our cards and try to uh, maintain that contact. So when we go back home, uh, I'm hoping that we will continue to write to each other and see how our work uh, progresses. Of course, culture can also be uh, a barrier, can't it? You are a Mayan descendant from Guatemala. How does your background shape your life and your work? Uh, yes, I'm a, uh, I'm a Mayan Indian from Guatemala. Uh, I grew up, of course, in a very isolated village, speaking only Maya language. 
it was later in time that I learned Spanish. And then I was fortunate to go to the United States, and it's where I learned English and become a, a scholar. So uh, what I carry with me is obviously the worldview of the indigenous population, how the world works for us, which is different from uh, Western points of view in, in uh, several uh, places. So that I, I guess what uh, I can uh, say is to be a Maya, of course, is to be proud of that ancient heritage that flourished uh, some uh, thousand years ago and mm. now continue to be very alive through the writing of a few Maya writers. But the language is still spoken in, in Guatemala and South Mexico. So uh, it has been hard to maintain the languages, but uh, people are, are continuing with it, especially the elders. Well, well, as a writer, you have the opportunity not only to uphold the language, but also to translate that into other languages, potentially, and or have them translated and share the culture, uh, if not the Mayan language, directly. And I, I get the feeling sometimes, I don't know if this is what you were suggesting when you spoke about Western perceptions, that, that, that Mayan culture has been lost in time, that, that we talk about ancient Mayan prophecies, we talk about ancient Mayan architecture, uh, but, but we don't hear much about what's going on today. Is that a source of frustration for you? Are you trying to put that right? Yes, uh, definitely. It, this is the perception that most people have all around the world that there was an ancient civilization, but it, it, it disappeared, is what people say. But we are, uh, in Guatemala, say, 16 and a half million inhabitants right now, and half of those inhabitants are Mayans, and they still practice their traditional culture, guided by the ancient Maya calendar. So, yes, we still alive and continue to... Uh, produce knowledge as any other culture, except that we don't have the opportunity to express ourselves uh, that often. Uh, first, as I mentioned before, language has been seen as, as a backward language that, that cannot be used for literature, for example. But I have, I, I'm showing to the world that uh, Maya language is also a very poetic word, uh, language in which you can express metaphors and the highest thoughts that you can. So it is only the opportunity uh, to have in order to produce and really share with the world what the richness of that culture, which is still alive, I insist. Well, let's look at a bit of your work, an example uh, under the title Popol Vuh. Am I saying that correctly? Uh, yes, Popol Vuh. Vuh, okay. Uh, w what does that um, introduce for us? Yeah, the Popol Vuh is the uh, ancient Maya text possibly written in hieroglyphic writing in pre-Hispanic times. But uh, during the <coughs> Spanish invasion of uh, Central America in 1524, the Maya books were burned, and somehow this uh, ancient text was saved and found in an attic of a temple by a missionary in Western Guatemala. He, when he found it, he, he became interested because at that time, missionaries, in order uh, to convert people, they need to learn the language of the region. 
So he knew the Maya language, and he saw this text, and he, he transcribed it into Spanish. And this is the book that we have, the ancient original one from which uh, translation was done from glyphs to a um, uh, Maya language, was lost. So this is the beginning of the, the Popol Vuh. Uh, people start to know about it. Uh, in, actually, now it is in the... the uh, in, in the United States, mm. uh, in a, an archive, so uh, it's still safe there, I guess. But uh, it is not known in Guatemala. People mention the Popol Vuh, and they don't give much importance to them. But it is the, the sacred Bible of the Mayans, which talk about creation. Uh, the creation myths in it are uh, are very interesting because it talks about uh, human being made of mud but and made of wood but those were failures because those first human beings couldn't think they didn't have a good relationship with their uh, environment they were very destructive so uh the luge came and destroyed them so finally the intelligent human beings were created from corn so this is the uh, people humanity that we have now it must be always respectful to the natural world as well as to their creator and respectful to their communities. It's a beautiful uh, text which provides the, uh, the way Maya people think about their cosmologies, their world. Well, thank you for, for sharing that, introducing that work. Maybe some of our listeners would like to check out what you've had to contribute to the world of literature directly. Victor Montejo uh, on the line with us. And um, thank you as well for, for being one of our Pyeongchang voices, having taken part in the 2018 Pyeongchang Humanities Forum. We've gone off onto a, a tangent to an era and a time when the Olympics was not, of course, in force, but still continues today to be upheld, as you've just said. So we come full circle. And it's great to have you with us on the line. Thank you very much. And have a nice day. Thank you. Likewise. And that's all we've got time for today. But stay with us.